nakedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Shall we lift up our two hands? Let's give God thanks this morning. Let's appreciate him for another blessed day to be in his presence. Let's give him thanks. What an awesome God we serve. Lord, we worship and we magnify you. Is somebody appreciating Jesus this morning? Thank him from the depth of your heart. Say, Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now I appreciate him for bringing you to the last Sunday in the month of July. God has been faithful. This is the end of the seventh month in the year 2018. Half of the year already gone. God alone has been faithful. Give him thanks and say, Lord, we worship you. Father, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we magnify you. Lero sopra lianda sabra landa katapalada zuzalia. Is somebody thanking God? Now lift up your voice and say, Lord, speak to me this morning. I'm ready to receive your word. I'm ready for a change of story. Transform my life, Lord, by the entrance of your word. Grant me strange understanding this morning. Speak to me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. I have no other God. Trust 
Take over the service and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Shout a believing amen. Shout a louder amen. Now help me announce to your neighbor, my trust is on God. My faith is on him. My hope is on him. My confidence is on him. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Now help me take five pesos. No more loss. 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 In your business, no more loss. In your career, no more loss. In your home, no more loss. In your families, no more loss. And end has come to every trace of loss. It is finally over. In the name of Jesus. Shall they believe in Amen. It is well. It is well. It is well in the name of Jesus. It is well with my soul today. It doesn't matter what the devil says. It is well. It is well. It is well in the name of Jesus. It is well. Help me sing that song with faith. Oh, it doesn't matter what the devil says. It is well. It is well. It is well in the name of Jesus. It is well. I woke up early this morning, not knowing what to say. 
I talked about the one of the good good things that he has done for me. I told about my lovely children and I told about my pretty wife. And all I could remember to say is Thank you, Agama Sigi Uma. Agama Sigi Agama Some of you will be wondering. Today is the end of the month's Thanksgiving service. All we came to do this morning is just to give God thanks. And if you can thank Him enough, if you can thank Him for bringing you to the last Sunday in the month of July, He will take you through to the end of the year. And I decree that today shall be your day of turnaround. For every loss you have suffered in the past, God is putting an end to it this morning. If you believe it, say louder, Amen. Put those blessed hands together for the Lord and let's be comfortably seated. Hallelujah. We'll look into God's word very briefly this morning. And then we'll be rising up to give God quality praise. Is somebody said to praise God this morning? Hallelujah. We've been looking at a very important subject ever since this month began. Enough is enough. That has been the topic for the month of July. Enough is enough. Say with me, enough is enough. Say it as though you are not afraid of the devil. Glory to Jesus. And in these services of enough is enough, we have been looking at different wines that can get you intoxicated get you to another dimension where you can confront the devil to his face. Glory to God. We've looked at several wines. We've looked at the wine of prayer, the wine of revelation, the wine, different wines we have been looking at all through. We've looked at the wine of testimonies as well. Different wines. But this morning we look at one major wine that will help you tell the devil enough is enough. And that is what we are saying in the nation of Nigeria. Enough is enough. To all the bloodshed and all the killing, enough is enough. Glory. The meditation wine. Say with me, the meditation wine. I know many people are not familiar with this. Many are not used to this. Because they've never understood that there is power in meditation. Many don't know that there is great strength in meditation. Those who spend time in meditation don't suffer limitations. Glory to God. If you spend time in meditation, you don't see frustration. Now, we're going to be showing you some few truths that will help you this morning to come out of every challenge of life by the power of meditation. Now, what is meditation? We'll just take one of your definitions. What is meditation? The word meditate means to keep the mind fixed on something. The word meditate means to keep the mind fixed on something. There are people that can't just focus on a thing. The moment they start thinking about a thing, before you know, another thought comes and they, are, they, they deviate. 
There are people that can't keep their mind fixed even on God. Glory to Jesus. One of the strengths of greatness in life is the power of meditation. A man who is known as the wisdom man on planet Earth today called Dr. Mike Mudok. He said something. He said, in my house, I have a thinking room. Glory to God. I have a what? Thinking room. That man is being celebrated all over the world today. Highly celebrated. What has brought him to that platform of life is meditation. He said some time ago in one of his books, he said, if you enter my compound, the atmosphere is different from the next compound. Why? Because he said, on top of every tree in my house, there is a speaker. And that speaker, 24 hours, is playing soft music that will enhance your thinking capacity. Glory to God. Every tree has a speaker. And it's playing cool and soft music. That when you enter into my compound, you have no choice than to think. Glory to God. So all this you are playing at home is noise pollution. Tell your neighbor noise pollution. Play music that will help you think. Music that will help you meditate. Now, can I tell you this? There are challenges you are going through now. It doesn't need prayer. There are problems you are going through now. It doesn't require fasting. If you can sit down and meditate, you will find your way out of it. Glory to Jesus. But many Christians don't have time for this great virtue of meditation. But I pray today, by the end of the service, God will open your understanding. In the name of Jesus. What is meditation? It means to come to a deep rest. Why you still remain conscious. It means to come to a deep rest. That is, you are so, so relaxed, though you are still conscious of what is happening. That's meditation. You are in a deep rest, but still conscious of your environment. There are people that can be seated. You think they are thinking. It's a lie. They tell you where their mind has got into. It will take like 1,000 rand to come back. Glory to Jesus. Their mind is full of so much activities. Too many things running through the mind. And the truth is this. If you can't keep your mind fixed on one thing, you will end up doing nothing. Glory to God. If your mind can't be fixed on one thing, you will end up doing nothing. There are people that have a quiet appearance but rowdy spirit. In the physical, they are very quiet. But in their mind, they are too rowdy. Because of too many thoughts flying. Too many thoughts going everywhere. But my prayer for someone today, God will give you grace and the spirit of meditation. You are not saying they believe in Amen. Now, let's quickly look at the power of meditation. We'll just look at one or two of them. The power of meditation. Number one, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, I discovered that one major power of meditation is profiting. If you want to profit in life, spend time to meditate. Glory to God. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. 1 Timothy 4, 15. Glory to God. Somebody's profiting will appear to all this morning. That amen is not loud enough. In 1 Timothy 4.15, he said, Meditate upon these things. 
Give thyself only to them that thy profiting may appear to all. So those who know how to meditate, they always enjoy profiting. After this service, you will enjoy profiting. Glory to God. To succeed in business, most times it's not prayer you need. Sit down and meditate. To succeed in any facet of life, in your academics, sit down and meditate. Sit down and think. There are people who don't have time to think. And this is one of the major things that is, that is lacking in the body of Christ. We are so busy that we don't have time to think. Even God said, come, let us reason together. Why did he say come? He said come because he knows you are always very busy. So he said come. Glory to God. He knows that you are always very, always on the go. Always on the move. So he said come. Come. Because if I leave you, <laughs> glory to God. Come, let us reason together. If God is reasoning, then what are you doing with your time? Glory to Jesus. If God is spending time, the almighty God still reasons things and issues out. What are you doing with your life? My prayer is that God will give somebody understanding. Also, another power of meditation in verse 16 of that same first Timothy chapter 4. I discovered that there is safety in meditation. If you can spend time to meditate, your safety is in meditation, is tied to it. Verse 16 of first Timothy chapter 4. He said, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Thou shalt both save thyself. So your safety is traceable to your place of meditation. Glory to God. And then number three, in Psalms chapter 119 verse 97 to 100, I discovered that when you spend time on the altar of meditation, you, you become wiser than your enemies. And after this service, somebody shall be wiser than the enemies. You are not saying that amen loud enough. Glory to Jesus. Meditation is a spiritual pondering over the things you have read or heard. Meditation is spiritual pondering over the things you have heard or the things you have read. Many read, but very few ponder on it. Many they hear things. They hear words that can change their life, but they've never given it a second thought. Glory to God. It is not what you read that makes you wise. It is what you ponder on that makes you wise. Just like as a student, it is not what you study that makes you pass your exams. It is the thing you have soaked in your spirit. The ones that have entered you. When you see a, a, a student that just reads to write exams, and the one that truly took time to study, the difference is always clear. Is that not so? When you see those that read those to pass exams, when they change the questions, they are thrown off balance. Have you been there before? <laughs> Glory to God. Is it, they didn't teach us this one. They taught you. They taught you. <laughs> they taught you. You only just flip through it. You didn't allow it enter into you. There are words from the altar that you have had that could have changed your life, but you never gave it a second thought. That is why it looks as if the word of God is not being effective in the life of people. Not because the word is not coming. The word is coming, but people don't give it thoughts. They don't spend time to ponder on the word. And that is where the strength of every great man is. Ability to think. 
May God grant somebody grace this morning. I said, may God grant somebody grace this morning. So therefore, it is thinking through God's word. Meditation is thinking through the word of God. What has God's word said concerning this issue? Many people only focus on challenges, but they forget to focus on what God has said concerning that challenge. For every challenge you are going through, there is a word God has said concerning it. If you can locate that word and ponder on it, you will be out of that challenge. And I see somebody coming out this morning in the name of Jesus. You'll be surprised to know that in life, very few think before they talk. Very few think before they talk. Quite a number talk before they think. Ask your neighbor which of them. <laughs> Glory to God. Those who don't spend time to meditate before they talk, watch them carefully. They always live a life of regret. Are we together? So spend more time to meditate. Spend more time to think. Spend more time to plan your life. It helps you as a believer to know what to say part time. May God grant us grace in the name of Jesus. It is not enough to hear the word, but you must ponder on these words. It is not enough to hear God's word. Ponder on them. Think about them. Glory to Jesus. And as you also are aware that the food you eat is not what makes you fat or fresh. It's not. It's not. It's the one your body absorbs. That's the one that works for you. And it's not every food you eat that produces well for you. Are you aware of that? Glory to God. If not, you wouldn't have been using the loo or the restroom. It's not every food you eat. There are some that the body absorbs. Those are the ones the body now turns into vitamins, turns into all manner of things and releases it back to your body for fruitfulness. Glory to Jesus. The same way, it is not everything you read that profits you. It is the one you ponder on. So after this service, go back and ponder on issues. You will discover that there is a way out of that challenge. And somebody is finding a way out this morning. Are you aware that the prodigal son never prayed once? He only meditated his way out of the challenge. He didn't pray. He didn't pray. In Luke chapter 15, verse 17. Student, let's put it on screen. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. He didn't pray. He only called himself to order. He came back to himself. Luke 15, 17. Glory to God. He said, and when he came to himself, that's meditation. He said, how many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger? Is that prayer? That's not prayer. That's the power of meditation. He never prayed. So there are issues you are praying about. God is saying it's not prayer. It's just to sit down and meditate. And are you aware the best advice you can ever get is the one you give to yourself? The best counsel you can ever get is the one you give to yourself. When I hear people say, I want to stop smoking, I can't stop. I want to stop drinking, I can't drink. I wonder. You've not told yourself you want to stop. If you tell yourself, you will stop. Glory to God. Sit down and ask yourself, ever since I've been doing this thing, what has it profited me? What have I gained from it? Ask yourself. The young man sat down after suffering for years. 
you don't need to suffer for long. You can reason your way out of that challenge. After going through pains, he sat himself. The Bible says he came to himself. That means he left himself before. He came to himself. So you can be there and yet you are gone. <laughs> That's what it means. He came to himself. From where? Only God knows. And the day he came to himself, that was the day he was restored. Somebody's restoration is today. Yeah. I said somebody's restoration is today. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Meditation is a missing act in the body of Christ today. Is a missing act in the body of Christ today. A lot of people are too busy. Busy that they don't have time to plan. Busy that they don't have time to think. Busy that they don't have time to ponder on God's word. Glory to Jesus. How many have truly pondered on the word they had last Sunday? Very few. Create time to ponder. There are some few steps we'll teach you that will help you. Now write down Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. It says, come now, let us reason together. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Come and let us reason together. There is a place of reasoning in the school of life. In the journey of life, there is a place of reasoning. God is granting somebody grace this morning. Meditation, God's servant, Bishop David Oedipo said, Meditation is what you do when you are in search of an answer. If you need an answer to any issue of your life, just spend time to meditate. If you need an answer concerning any question of life, spend time to meditate. I'll show you in Genesis chapter 24 verse 63. Genesis 24, 63. Talking about a young man called Isaac. He needed to get married. He needed a wife. And the Bible says he went into the field to meditate. Genesis chapter 24, verse 63. He said, and Isaac went out to do what? To meditate. What makes great men is meditation. Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw. So until you meditate, you can saw. Behold, the camel were coming. Somebody's camel has been in the field. But because, I'm not praying for you. Drop your hands. The camel has been in the field. But because there is no time to meditate, so you can't see it. Until he went to a place of meditation, he never saw his wife. Glory to God. So if you are looking for a wife, go and meditate. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Stop checking Facebook. Stop sending messages and posting your pictures everywhere. That's where the demons are getting your photos from. Glory to God. Go and meditate. In the place of meditation, you draw virtues. In the place of meditation, that is where you get inspiration. Now, are you aware that we live in a world where people don't think? So when they see you thinking, they think something is wrong. That's the world we live in. People don't think. So when they see you thinking, you are quiet and you are thinking. Is anything the problem? They believe that thinking. Glory to God. When they see you meditating, they say, ah, this one you are not talking today. I hope all is well. <laughs> I hope all is well. Spend time to meditate. God is granting somebody grace. 
I say God is granting somebody grace in the name of Jesus. Let me tell your neighbor, create time to think. Create time to meditate. There are times you need to go to the park. Just go to a quiet place. It can be in your room. If you are staying with more than five people in the room, you can also think. <laughs> Glory to God. Create an atmosphere to think. Usually, if you want to meditate and meditate well, let the environment be calm. Are we together? Some people put earpiece on the ear and they are playing music and they say they are meditating. No, you are not meditating. Glory to God. To meditate means to be alone. It means to be alone. Now, that's different from being worried. Meditation is different from, permit me, worritation. <laughs> Glory to God. It's different. There are two different things. To meditate is different from being worried. Glory to God. You know, to be alone means within you, you are producing positive thoughts. But when you now sit down, some people just keep their hands. Hmm. In that situation, you are not alone. No. <laughs> you are not alone at all. Say hi. Now what? You are not alone. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Now, let me show you how to meditate. Can I get a seat? Let me get a seat. Get a seat for me. If you want to think and be productive, let me show you. Glory to God. I hope you are seeing me. Now, you don't sit down like this to think. Neither do you sit down like this to think. Keep your hand on your head. <laughs> no. Glory to God. Now, if you want to think and produce results, I hope you are seeing it. I don't feel like standing up. <laughs> if you want to think and produce results, this is how you sit. Are we there? You don't get too relaxed and you don't get too discomforted. You sit in a position where you are not stressed. You are practically relaxed. And then to help you think properly, get a notebook and a pen by your side. There are people that are meditating but they are not ready to write. Because if you keep a notebook by your side and a pen, that means you are expecting God to inspire something, to drop an inspiration. Are we together? And if you are believing God for an inspiration, definitely he will drop a word. I was telling some persons some time back, I said, if you want to go to bed and have revelation, I mean good revelations from God, what you do is before you go to bed, keep a note and a pen close to your bedside. That night, God must speak to you. It's a must. It's a must. If you want him to speak to you, just keep a note and a pen by your side. And pray, of course. After prayers, go to bed. He will speak to you. God will speak to someone. I said God will speak to someone. In the name of Jesus. My prayer for you is that God will grant you victory. As you spend time to meditate, you will come out of every challenge of life. In the name of Jesus. Meditation is the key to terminating frustration. 
Meditation. The place of meditation in the body of Christ cannot be overemphasized. Now here this prayer is not a substitute for meditation. It's not. Many people think that salvation, the moment you are saved, you don't need to think. God will think for you. No. God won't think for you. It is you that will do the thinking. Are we together? May God grant somebody grace this morning. You know, God's servant, Bishop David Edico, was sharing a story of a young man. He said he met this young man that was, wanted to get married to a lady. And uh, the lady got married to somebody else. Five years later, he met the man and said, Brother Gabriel, what's God saying? He said, God has not said anything. I'm still waiting for her. <laughs> Glory to God. Still waiting for a lady that is already married five years ago. Why? Because he can't sit down to think. There is a way forward. There is a way out. And I say to someone, you are finding a way out of that challenge. I say you are finding a way out of that challenge. In the name of Jesus. Hear this. God has a plan for everyone, but will not plan for anyone. Did you get that? God has a plan for everyone, but will not plan for anyone. He won't plan for you. Even though he has a plan for you, but he won't plan for you. All he does is to reveal his plan to you. If you are interested, then you are the one to plan it out. God is giving somebody grace. I say God is giving somebody grace. Glory to Jesus. When you see a man that meditates, they use little strength, but gets great results. Great results, little strength. Now let me ask you a very practical question. Money and time, which one is more valuable? Say the truth. <laughs> no, now, now listen, listen, listen. I know some of you are just saying it because so that they won't say you like money. No. Be very sincere. To you, okay, now to you. Money, <laughs> money and time. Which one is more precious or more valuable to you? Eh? Money. Time. Glory to God. Now, let me show you. It's not just shouting time, time, time. I will tell you why. Now, how do you know a man that prefers time more than money? Give two people an amount. Probably, maybe they have something to do in Johannesburg. Give them money, the same amount. And tell them to travel to Johannesburg to do the same thing. You discover that one, we go by air. The other one, we go by road. Have we seen such situation? Yes, there was a time we were going to Goshen. When we were relocated to Goshen. <laughs> they gave us money to go by air. One of our pastor friends, he said, he's in Abuja here. <laughs> And yet, people who don't meditate, places are never far to them. Nowhere is far. They'll say, is it not Johannesburg here? It's very close now. Glory to God. Is it not just past that road? Enter this next road. Cross that. The moment you cross that road, you're already there. <laughs> not knowing that it will take them 12 solid hours. But a man that meditates, perhaps they are going for a seminar. A man that went by air would have arrived there in 45 minutes time, or let's say 50 minutes, that's not so. 50 minutes. Entered his hotel room, relaxed, taking his bath, eating, slept, woken up, 
and meditated. Why the other him logo is still on the road? <laughs> still on the road. Glory to God. He said, no, it's because I like nature. I like sightseeing. It's not sightseeing, no. That's not sightseeing. It's lack of meditation. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Place value on time. Place value on time. If you manage your time well, money will pursue you. Are we together? But if you pursue money, you will lose time. And do you know that any time lost can never be regained? You won't lose time in the name of Jesus. I say you won't lose time in the name of Jesus. The place of meditation, it brings you out of the troubles of life. Many are suffering losses today because they don't place value on what is valuable. Glory to God. They don't place value on things. They don't see things as important. That's why they are suffering losses on every side. You see somebody that is doing business. 11 a.m. You are still in the house. See speaking in tongues. 11 a.m. When people that are doing the same business with you. They are already there. Since 7. Glory to God. There was a, a place where posted to. And I was staying close to a woman that was selling in a shop. I discovered that this woman always come late. And sometimes students will be going to school. They want to buy some beverages and all that to take tea before they go. This woman will be closed. The store is still closed. 7. 7.30. It's around 9. She opens around 9. So I called her one day. And she's a member of the church. I called her one day. I said, market won't move. Because the time that people will buy things, you are still in your house sleeping. Glory to God. Wake up early. Sell for those that are going to school. After they have gone, if you want to go back home and sleep, you can go and sleep. Glory to God. And she started that method. And she began to sell. May God give somebody understanding. In the name of Jesus. If truly you can meditate, you won't suffer loss. So meditation helps you avoid loss. It helps you avoid losses. From today, no more loss in your life. No more loss around you. In the name of Jesus. I welcome you to your covenant day of no more loss. In your business, there shall be no more loss. In your career, there shall be no more loss. In the name of Jesus. I'll just share one of few things about losses. And then we'll rise up to give God praise. Hear this. Every loss, I discovered that losses are accompanied with three things. Number one, losses comes with pains and tears. Every loss comes with pains and it comes with tears. Number two, losses comes with a defeat. It comes with a defeat. Glory to God. Number three, it comes with casualties. Every time there is a loss, there are always casualties. And then number four, losses comes with setback. Many have been set back in life because of the losses they have suffered in the past. But God is saying this morning, after today, no more loss for you. No matter what you have lost, it is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. There are people, why others are counting additions, they are counting losses. Why others are celebrating the hand of God in their life, they are counting the evil that has happened to them. Not after the service. I said not after the service. In the name of Jesus. I'll show you something from Luke chapter 7. From verse 11 to 15. We'll just rush through that. Luke chapter 7. 
From verse 11, a woman that had suffered loss, I mean great loss, great loss. The greatest loss any man can ever suffer is the loss of his soul. That's the greatest loss. That's the greatest loss. Not beauty, not property, not cars, not all that. The greatest loss any man can ever suffer is the loss of what? Of the soul. When your soul is lost, that's the greatest loss. So do everything to guard your soul to ensure that it's not lost. And it shall not be lost in the name of Jesus. In Luke chapter 7, Luke chapter 7, let's read from verse 11 down to 15. Luke 7 from verse 11 to 15. It said, and it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. That's Jesus. Many disciples went with Jesus. Now, when he came near to the gate of the city, just like he's coming close to somebody's situation this morning. He said, behold, there was a dead man carried out. And only the, and the only son of his mother. And she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not. I said to someone this morning, weep not. God is saying to someone this morning, weep not. He said, and he came and touched the bear. And they that bear him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was there sat up and began to what? To speak. And he delivered him unto his mother. After today, you will not suffer loss. No more loss in your business. Now, the story we just read, a woman had lost the husband. You know what? how painful it is to lose your husband? She had lost the husband. She was a widow. And now the only thing that gives her joy is the son. And now the devil came to take the son. You remember in, in John chapter 10 verse 10, he said, The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, guess what? The devil does not just steal anything. He steals those things that are very precious to you. The devil does not just destroy anything. He destroys those things that matters the most to you. That is why I decree, nothing around you shall be destroyed from today. Yeah. Glory to God. The only song that gave this woman comfort, the enemy came and stole the boy. Now see what happened. A song speaks of the future. So what the devil stole from that woman, he took her future. Remember, he took the husband first. And the husband speaks of covering, speaks of defense. Glory to God, speaks of protection. So meanwhile, they have removed, the enemy have removed the protection over her life. Now he's coming to remove her future. And these are the two major things you need to succeed in life. You need preservation and you need a future. There are many people's future that have been lost. But in this service, it shall be restored. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. They took the son. And then the woman had lost hope. I believe she had given up. And she was crying. Bible says that she was going towards the gate to go and bury the son just like they went to bury the husband. She met someone. May you meet God that will change your story. So therefore, what are the covenant keys to no more loss? If you don't want to suffer losses again, there are a few keys you will understand. Number one is divine location. 
Remember, as the woman was going out, Jesus was coming in. That's the right place to be at the right time. My prayer for somebody, may today's service be that your service of recovery. Write on Luke chapter 7 verse 12. Divine location. Number two, divine encounter. He met with a man called Jesus. The God that can bring the dead back to life. When human beings are around you, the best they can give you is pity. Sorry. Glory to God. That's the best humans can give you. But when you have an encounter with God, he brings back what the enemy has stolen. And I therefore pray for someone. Whatever they have stolen from you, God is bringing it back. And he's not just bringing it back. He's bringing it back in hundredfold. That amen is not loud enough. So, number one, believe God for divine location. Number two, believe God for divine encounter. If you don't want to suffer losses again, you need an encounter with God. Say with me, an encounter. Number three thing that helped this woman not to suffer loss was compassion. If you read that scripture carefully, the Bible says, and Jesus had compassion on her. Say with me, Lord. Say louder. Say, Lord. Have mercy on me. Glory to God. He had compassion on her. Until God is compassionate on you, there are things that may never change. What is compassion? It means a deep awareness of the suffering of another. Coupled with the wish to relieve it. That's compassion. A deep awareness of what people are going through and you have the intention to relieve them of it. That's compassion. And I see God show compassion to someone here today. Men, we only have pity on you. It's only God that can have compassion on you. And that compassion, you will enjoy it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Say with me, I don't need the pity of men. I need the compassion of God. And number 14 that helped this woman was a word from God. Say, and Jesus said, what you need if you must not suffer losses is a word from God. And I see that word is already coming your way this morning. It will put an end to every losses around your life. And then number five, divine touch. Bible says, and Jesus walked and touched the coffin of the young man. He touched the coffin and said, young man, arise. And immediately, the man that was there sat up and began to speak. Glory to Jesus. I don't care what the enemy has concluded about that situation. Today, there is going to be a divine touch. Concerning your health, there will be a divine touch. Concerning your business, there will be a divine touch. In your family, there will be a divine touch. In every facet of your life, I said there will be a divine touch. Perhaps in your academics, you are struggling. I said a divine touch is coming your way this morning. If you believe it, shout a louder. Amen. When God touches any aspect of your life, it comes back to life. When God touches any area of your life, you don't see loss in that aspect of life again. I'd like you to rise up on your feet this morning and you're going to pray that one area of your life that you need divine touch. That area of your life where you need an encounter. In a short while, we are going to be praying with all our heart and say, Lord, in this aspect of my life, give me a divine touch. But before we pray that prayer, there are people here that need... No doubt you have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, 
and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.